Hey guys, before we start this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Type 1 Lifting. So Type 1 Lifting is a clothing line that proceeds of the shirts and tanks and everything else goes to the Children's Diabetes Foundation. So um, this all came about with me and seeing a five-year-old girl in the emergency department uh, that had a new onset of diabetes. So uh, just take a look at the website. It's www type1lifting.com so just check it out if you don't buy anything that's perfectly fine uh, I would just like for you just to take a look and just see what we have so like I said before www.type1lifting.com and guys I hope you enjoy the show Alright guys, another episode of the Type 1 Lifting Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I have a three times CrossFit Games athlete and new dad, Dex Hopkins. How's everything going, man? I'm good. Super new dad. She's, she's about to be 11 months on the 20th, man. We're, I'm an old dad already. <laughs> so what? So were you, was there anything like when she was born like you weren't expecting at all? or? Um. Leading up, you ask everybody, hey, what, what do we do? What do you do? Give me a list of boxes to check and what you come away with. I think my wife will agree is that nobody knows what they're doing. Yes. You just you get their story <laughs> of their best shot. Yeah, and you just get the things that they threw at the wall and it stuck. Or, you know, if their kid's still alive, obviously they did something right. So, um, yeah, I, I was terrified because I had no idea. Um, I was super blessed with a really good mom who was just around and a very – healthy fear presence mm -hmm. um and she was she was just a she was a unique soul man and, and um you know my, my mother-in-law is the same way and we you know I actually spent a lot of time on her this weekend we probably talked more than we at one time than we ever had um and so we were both you know had good parent foundations and i think it's just super scary to figure out on your own or mm -hmm. you know the the late when she was born the first night the ob came in she was like you know you you rattle off a million questions in two seconds and she messed up uh really bad because all she told us was do what you gotta do to survive so <laughs> first, oh yeah that's, that's all i needed to hear the, uh, the first night it's like bottle uh actual nipple pacifier like i'm cramming all of it so we um we it's, it's fun man we are doing great um you know, I fly by the seat of my pants, and if mm -hmm. she's alive at the end of the day and she sleeps at night, it's a W for everybody. Um, and my, watching my wife do the mom thing is just a, it's the best thing ever, man. It's, it's the most fun. Yeah, when we – so I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old, so I kind of have <laughs> – I have a little bit of experience, and, and I'm 41 too. So it's like I started like super late in like the whole process. But we use this thing called Moms on Call, which was oh. like a blessing. It was so. What is that? So it's a book that you read. Um, you start the. Okay. It's it's just you start this off at like two weeks old, and we have a thing called a white noise maker. I don't know if you have that. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, we got two. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we we it's yeah. we started that at two weeks old, and like like both my kids knock on wood, they both sleep through the whole night ever since. So and yeah. it, unless they were sick, but yeah, like that that thing is the bible. When I was when I was working at a. The children's hospital ER and like they have like new parents. I always like just like say try this book. It's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. We had um oh god, 
I know my friend Eric uh, recommended Strong Father, Strong Daughters. Yep. It's terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> oh, so scary. I haven't read it's that book yet, so. Yeah, you have two little girls? I, I have, I have, so I have a boy and the youngest one's a girl. Yeah, read that book. It's, actually, it's right here in the, in the desk. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's scary. And like, I was a, I was a history major, like, so I was set up to be a teacher. And, um, so I kind of know those, those, uh, you know, the timelines, but it is, everything's the same. And somebody told me this and I a hundred percent agree with it. And nothing's different than when like you grew up, I grew up, my mom grew up, whoever it's the speed. Yeah. So like things we saw in college are high school. Now high school is junior high, junior highs, you know, whatever, and, which is, I guess, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Information speed information so much different now and it's i don't know i know the kind of turd i was in my life leading up to mm-hmm. meeting my wife and the kind of turd i am or have been with her you know just super fortunate for you know love and grace through her that, that uh you know we've been able to grow together which i think is what you, you kind of pray for when you look for a partner but she um she's been awesome man and we just you know it's it's terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So so your your what your wife's still a fellow at Baylor, is that correct, or where where's she working right now? No, she, she is all done. Oh, nice. Uh, we spent, yeah, we spent five years in uh, Kentucky and Lexington, and one year in Fort Worth this past year. Okay. And now we are we moved home, uh, kind of. We're in Tupelo, Mississippi. It's pretty northeast, kind of a center mark between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is at a private group called Urologic, and they are, you know, they work at North Mississippi Medical Center, which is the biggest one in the state. I want to say maybe might be this area, kind of. I don't want to say region because you know Florida and Texas, but yeah, it's a really, it's a really large hospital. They, they do a lot of work. Okay, very um, cool. But she's never, she is done with the the circus kind of, uh, you know, make peanuts for the the work you trade in, and kind of the the janitor version of being yeah. a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, now she gets to run her own show and, and she's doing awesome, man. She, uh, you know, she, she is a worker for sure. They, I don't know. It's wild. She, she will pull the sled and, and, and work herself into the ground, which is, which is awesome to see. She's so good at it. And, and she'd never tell you that, which I guess is even better. I kind of, I guess it goes with the territory, but yeah, she's, a she, she is a freakish human in many ways, and uh, that's one of them. She is, uh, she blows me away. Yeah. Now, was she in med? Was she in med school the whole time? Like when you guys went to the CrossFit Games, or she was in residency. So oh yeah. She, uh, okay. We, we met her fourth year of med school. All right. Uh, I was head coach at Mississippi CrossFit. Um, she was a she went to regionals in 2013. I think she was getting ready for that, and I lived away. I was about two hours away, and um, you know, I I met her through some competitions locally because I was trash then. I think I just I just got done playing football, moved into the space, you know, just kind of as they say, just took mm-hmm. a competitive role, um, and thought I was just you know I was pretty good at football. I was yeah. Like, oh, see you guys, see you guys at regionals, and uh, she destroyed me that year. I think she went on. I want to say she got like eleventh or something like that at regionals. Wow. I mean, if you ask her, she'll tell you. She's like, "Oh, I thought I was going to the games, hundred percent. Did not think I was not going to win." And um, but she went and did really well. So I moved back home, take over the gym. She was she was kind of a nomad. She'll tell you she was at that gym, but she worked out everywhere just like I did. Mm-hmm. And um, she was there. Uh, you know, super good work ethic and, and all that stuff. It's kind of you know obvious in the the kind of fruits of her labor you can see now. And um, you know, we met her fourth year. We met, and I think I had a girlfriend. We broke up. I asked her out 
50 times after me and this girl broke up. Said no. Um, she finally said yes. We went out and hung out every day after that. And then I must have been September. And then I proposed to her in December. We got married, moved to Kentucky. Nice. So Very cool. Yeah. You know, when you know, you know. Yeah. Um, going through all that stuff, man. Yeah. It's, uh, residency was, was a season. And 2015 was my first time. Uh, 14 was my first time to compete. We both went to regional. She destroyed me. Did way better. Um, I was there. Mm-hmm. And 15, we moved to, to CrossFit Maximus in Lexington and uh, just meet a group of people we clicked with really well. Um, you know, that was one of those six-person teams, which was awesome because, I mean, I feel like you find six people who can get along in yeah. that environment and stuff. I agree and, you know, this, that, and other. It's, it's a special time. Um, and she was one of them. It was just, you know, twist of fate. She couldn't go, and we qualified. Um, and, you know, so we go, and we end up getting seventh that year. The next year, she is able to go to regionals. Uh, we didn't qualify by like one spot or two, I think. Mm-hmm. I try to forget. Uh, purge that out of the brain. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And then 2017, she gets to go, man. It was awesome. Uh, that regionals. Regionals was actually the last time we had our real team. Yeah. Uh, with Melissa, Melissa Doss and uh, Darwin Perez, who he won the East Central East that year. Um, and man, my, one of my best friends, Chris Walker, Erica Spitz. Um, and we just had an awesome time and you know there's a bunch of great pictures of me squeezing her and i look like a the geico caveman still <laughs> um so my, my, my kid won't believe that's me um but it was man it was something so special to share I mean, we, and we had done some things right like getting married's awesome moving away watching her do residency and, and make it mm-hmm. um and it not and it not drive her crazy because you get that too with other people i mean you get to see how people process stuff and what they're they're kind of how their brain works, you know, and, and she's not one to, to fold the cards. Um, so, and then for fitness, she's a psychopath to this day. She'll run me and her into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, we got to go in 2017 and it was awesome till, I mean, it was still awesome. We got to go together, but Melissa Doss broke her leg two weeks after regionals. I mean, it was not oh. long after. Yeah. Yeah. Just, for, I mean, nothing she was doing wrong, just freak accident. And, we ended up taking, you know, another person and turning that trip into a top ten hunt to a word. Yeah. Going for fun. So, <laughs> um, but it was, you know, we, we had a good time and we made the best of it uh, most of the time. And uh, you know, something we got to share, which uh, you know, how many people can say they got to go to the games with their, with their spouse? Yeah. So. Yeah, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. So. Very cool. So you you were you were on the teams where they had six people and four people. So obviously you just said like oh, with the six people you had a great time. So do you would you want to stick with the six people or do you, would you do you like four people better? In my my brain and the way my fitness works, the way my fitness is set up, I love to rest, and you got to rest a lot more with six people. <laughs> um, well, my game, man. I mean, I'm six two on a good day, two twenty. Yeah, rig shaker. Um, yeah, well, like I'm you know an adult man. And they, I don't know, I've never played a sport that made me wish I was smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll take what I can get rowing and wall balls. Thank you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we just, six people is fun. Logistically, I understand not as sexy to watch from a, like a spectator perspective. Um, and I can't imagine programming for, you know, six-person teams. Like, yeah. I get why the events are what they were. Um, doing four-person and kind of that was my thing to hold on to it for as long as I did was, you know, and I guess it wasn't that long, but in my brain and body, um, I wanted to see if it had passed me by. Um, four people was different. 
the, the only the one I did first was France, um, which was supposed to be me, Chandler Smith, uh, Kelly Baker, and Brooke Haas. And Chandler has Army stuff, and you know, obviously, it has no business doing team. Cause yeah. And I don't think he has reached the peak of his mountain yet, for sure. Yeah. Um, love that guy. He's like, he's like my brother. Um, so, you know, Christian fills in, which seamlessly, like, we had never worked out together, and we ended up getting second. Mm-hmm. Um, so we decided to run it back. Uh, we ended up going to the Filthy 150 and just crush. I think there was an event or two we didn't do very well in. We just – I don't know if anybody had more fun than we did on the floor or, you know, worked as well. Just me and him are both too big for the sport, you know, per se um our girls are really strong we're really strong uh, are really strong and we just had such a good time so i mean i i enjoyed both i think i had some success with both mm-hmm. um and you know obviously brooke kelly's an insane individual athlete christian's really good um and he's just had some untimely injuries but uh through this you know previous seasons but i mean brooke was you know going individual anyway uh the year we if we'd have won the french throwdown she i think she would have tried to switch her invite but yeah she had a, yeah and she went to great um me and kelly were, and christian were pretty sold out for the team stuff and, and she was too she you know she wants to go team that was kind of how we decided to film the team but i don't know man i i really loved and and what they're going back to where you have to be in-house um i love that if you're going to call it the affiliate cup when people start you know moving to cookville or moving wherever you know that's that really narrows down the who can do it mm-hmm. um with none of the rules and kind of how we did it because i'm you know i was in kentucky texas mississippi christian is you know has all the move fast lift heavy stuff going on uh kelly's a teacher and brooke has you know uh what was she doing at the time she was working culinary stuff i think she was uh, like their finance manager or something like that but we all had stuff going on so mm-hmm. the rules benefited us but, you know, in my brain and my affiliate minded, and that, that's where I've been for the last 10 years, nine, 10 years is affiliates. And I think, you know, there's nothing like you doing whatever you're doing, doing well. And then yep. by 2017, I'm in the crowd the whole time, like losing my mind. And those people you coach, you do the class with them, you, you know, and that's their, their thing. Um, I mean, I can't remember going to an NFL game and knowing many of the players, um, you know, not to not to say that's comparable. It's way different, but you know, event wise, going spectate, see somebody you personally know, you see, mm-hmm. you know, you seen them roll around on the floor and suffocate after a workout and stuff like that. So, I like six. Are the rules for six, I like like they're doing this year. They're going to keep it four. That'll be the affiliate cup, um, and then afterwards, from what I understand, they're going to have a no holds barred super team season. Oh, cool. uh, Triple crown. Yeah, yeah. Which they're so vague about rules right now, man. I don't understand like. I get that some of the stuff's unfolding and it's an under new management kind of yeah. deal, but, um, you know, people that do it for a living and I've never been one of those people. I'm a coach to my heart, an athlete for fun. Um, people that, that compete for a living need to know that stuff. Uh, if I was coaching anybody that I thought was going to the game this year, I'd be furious, yeah. you know, trying to come up with that schedule for, you know, cycles and, and, you know, how to, how to peak and, you know, it's still question marks. So, yeah. Um, but it, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how it unfolds. Yeah, but it, it, that's happened before. Like they haven't put the rule book out for some time, and yeah. like obviously, like you said, like the new new regime of people coming in. I mean, obviously, who knows when that thing's going to come out? Well, it came out already, but it was like super late. But, but it's yeah, still, detail. yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so um, talk about Chandler and stuff. Well, you, I know you were coaching him for a while. So how did how did that come about? 
man, coaching is a loose term. I, I don't know if anyone has anything physically to give that fellow. Um, he's, he is very gifted and very intelligent as far as like what he needs. Yeah. Um, cause I mean, he was, you know, I was working with Miss Athletics at the time. Yep. Uh, we had, we had crossed paths at a camp or two, uh, or at, maybe I just was in Maine and hit it off like great guy. We're, we're both super goofy and kind of kindred spirits and that. I think he, uh, is a lot more kind of anal retentive guy than I am. Like very spreadsheet. I mean, military yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a captain, but he, um, we just vibe, man. And, and I think my currency has always been like good energy. Um, I, I protect mine. I, I will give it away to whoever, you know, I, cause if I hang around you, I obviously like I respect that in you or, or see that in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I usually don't mix words about not hanging around people that don't, uh, cause I mean, you know, I don't, I don't have many Eeyores in the circle, but we just, we just kind of locked up with that. Um, he asked me to coach him at the rogue invitational that year when he qualified for the first time. And I mean, you know, other than distracting the cat so he didn't get lost on the leaderboard or look at it all the time. I mean, mine was like the, the good time relief. Uh, and, and very, I mean, I don't know. It ain't like I was giving him strategies and stuff or writing his programming. Cause, uh, hell, I have a spreadsheet on my phone. It's, um, it's the heart's like nuclear reactor thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, he just, that's his bag. He, the guy can run for days. Um, I think the, you know, I don't know what limits the guy. It's, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes in the next few years. Cause I mean, he, he can go. And I think if they messed up and had a year where it was just saying, just home run, home, I mean, I guess you could say that for everybody too, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man, I, I'm very interested. I mean, I love the kid like a brother. He's actually roommates in Louisville with my buddy Vic right now. Um, so it's like two of my brothers living under one roof, which is very cool. Um, but I'm very interested to see where it goes and, and how um, how that kind of flows for him. Yeah. But, yeah, coaching him is a loose term. If anybody says, <laughs> yeah, he, he's an absolute stud. You might give him – yeah, oh, it's a freak. And you might give him, like, an efficiency tip maybe. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, his dad's a strike coach for the Broncos, like – He's not a he's not a dummy as far as like you know man and he you know it's his life and you know as far as like things he does not collect things he you know it's I know how the guy lives and if, if people knew that like it, it'd tell you a lot more about the guy like and at the, and also like a great human like you know big big uh, big heart on that fellow um, for anybody mm-hmm. you know so it's a uh, you know, it was, it was way probably better for me to be involved than it was for, for him. But I've uh, appreciated watching it and kind of, you know, that's always been my thing. Is like if I am friends with you or whatever, like it is you succeeding in something that means a lot to you is as important as me succeeding just because it, it does the same thing for my heart. So, yeah. um, you know, I'll freak out with you and we will go crazy. We went out. We're not, I drank all the beer for him because uh, he wouldn't drink one, but – it's uh, I just I just got on my Instagram story like uh, archive the other day that I had not looked at that forever, and it popped right to, uh, I had posted a story of uh, <laughs> Doc Brown in Back to the Future mm-hmm. where he pulls up where he pulls up to Marty's house and yep. they open the back of the and start dumping trash in it. Yeah, and I'm like Chandler Smith on Game Day. They're like <laughs> that car runs on trash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because we, we had eaten like pancake like a mountain of pancakes and just loaded up that morning. It was hilarious. And I mean, he went out and crushed that. And I mean, he's only gotten better since. And that's kind of the direction he keeps going. Mm-hmm. You know, even when he's got like like injuries and stuff. I mean, uh, 
the past year he had I mean I think he did that squat clean handstand push up workout with one leg like because everyone's like oh it's a technique issue I was like you don't know that he's catching that with one leg and standing up that's terrifying yeah so, yeah he uh, and I know he was disappointed this year man but you know under the circumstances and, I mean, and uh, he was in our, our buddy Sharks garage doing the games right like so and I mean still like a 10 place in, or a 9 place improvement from 15th fittest man on earth to 6th uh, yeah uh, but him getting six is going to be bad news for everybody else. Yeah, it's going to be a year mm-hmm. for sure. So do you do you think like obviously with all the military because I'm an Air Force I was Air, it was in the Air Force for a while but like cool. with him being being in the Army do you think since he's like has to dedicate a lot of like physical activity to like his job and then work out at the same time do you think that kind of hinders a li- his you know ability? I, I can. I think um, he is smart, right? So I've seen how he builds his program around the things they have to do. Mm-hmm. And honestly, right now with the, with the Army fitness team, they've structured it to where his job is fitness, right? Okay. If he was a cow, they are milking him. Um, and so his job right now, he lives in Kentucky. He goes to Fort Knox. Uh, I want to say it's 45 minutes away from Louisville where he lives, something like that-ish. Um, but his job right now, man, I mean, they got – I mean, I don't know if you ever went to CrossFit Clue and they had two of everything, ten of everything. That's how their gym is because they have the fitness team, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's more people than him. He's the only individual athlete. Uh, I think Jacob Fast there, he's pretty good. And, and honestly, that's I've met all of them. Their girls are infinitely better than they were when they started. Um, so, And they just did a tryout type thing where uh, my buddy Melanza Hayes is in it. Um, one of our buddies, Jalen Franklin. So I'm interested to see how that unfolds because they were both top ten or top 15 in the, uh, the rankings on that. It's pretty talented guys. So that's been his job. Um, and I don't think there'll ever be a time when he doesn't do that morning monostructural. Just if he read it to me and you, we'd throw up just reading it. Mm-hmm. And to him, it's like a light day. I remember, um, we, he came to visit Louisville before he moved. Um, I was working in Louisville at Derby city CrossFit and, um, he came and I would do like a 45 minute run after every day. Cause I'm the least aerobic athlete ever. Mm-hmm. Very opposite, opposite end of the spectrum from him. And we, you know, I'm hoofing it, right? Like not walking is a win for me that day, every day for those. And he's like, all right, well, uh, I didn't know we were going to walk. And then he disappears into the city. And when I tell you this man, he was like, Oh, it's just, it was light. I ran like a 558 for a 10 K. I was like, Gross. <laughs> yeah and it, it's like easy and and i love the kid but like he does not he's not like a technical runner yeah he's just like a sick he's a sicko i think it hinders him none is what i'm getting at i think he and and like i said between the ears very very smart like in way more areas of fitness very smart guy um and he knows like the taxes you pay if you don't do the out of the gym stuff mm-hmm. so you know i say he eats trash I mean, the cat has to have some stuff to get extra calories. Yeah. He'd just be eating with a wheelbarrow on a shovel. Yep. But, um, yeah, I don't think it hinders him at all, man. And honestly, like, the thing that most athletes miss in the sport is an aerobic base, um, which, you know, he's got. So, uh, and the people that are really, really good have. So, you know, that's what gets you out of the open. It's what gets you through regionals or sanctional things just because, you know, you get into 20-plus minute events, like, you know, your 50-cal bike sprint doesn't matter too much. Yep. And um, so he's had that kind of on tap. I mean, he's a wrestler and yada, yada, yada. I mean, the list goes on. He's, he's got a lot of tools in the box. That's mm-hmm. why I say, like, he has not reached the peak. And it's, it's going to be a long year for people to compete against him. 
and and it, you can't hate him. He's the nicest guy. That's the worst part. Like, you know, I've seen some people some, some people interact, and they're you know they don't, they're they're too cool backstage or back in the athlete area, or um, you know, just I, I get it serious. Some people, yeah. I, I just I never played that game, and he is you know warming up, serious, cool. We're going into the stalls. Kid's gonna joke around. I say, kid, grown ass man's gonna joke around and you know, be ready to, to put the cards on the table. So, uh, no, I don't think anything hinders him. Yeah. Other than uh, having to work around army timelines, I think that is what hinders him the most mm-hmm. is uh, kind of outdated outdated processes for new ventures for them. I hear you. Yeah. So, um, speaking about misfit, so I that's so. I followed you starting, like, when I saw you on Misfit, I was like, okay, this is a cool cat with the big-ass beard and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, okay, so how did you get involved with those guys? I mean, I, I still do Misfit right now. so Yeah, it's man, look, it's great stuff. We, um, I, 2013, was doing Competitor's Wad, and that was Ben Bergeron's stuff before they rebranded and made mm-hmm. it, you know, the train, um, which is, has been a big deal for them, and, and, you know, seeing them grow is cool. But it was when the it was a just like a WordPress page. Um, it was me, Noah, Olson would pop in most times. Um, oh man, Connor Nugent. A lot, it was a lot of like random people, and I was trash. Like I did not move very well. Um, had no idea what pacing was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I worked in the gym all day, so I would work out all day and stretch. That was it. And. Uh, a guy named Cameron Wilson, who was another kind of Mississippi athlete. He was from around the same area. Uh, he moved home from Ole Miss. And this kid is, to this day, probably snatched 300 pounds. Like, he's just – if you've ever seen somebody that's the definition of, like, dummy strong, it is him. Um, but great dude. Me and him hit, hit, hit it off. Uh, we were good training buddies. My friend Caleb was there. Vic that lives with Chandler now. And uh, Cam was the first Misfit athlete, you know, on the team. Mm-hmm. Um so he, you know, and I'm still like competitors wide, suck it, bro, you know, whatever. <laughs> and uh, he just couldn't tell me anything. Yeah. And so he drags me to a camp in, uh, at Jordan Cook's gym in Houston or League City. It's like a suburb. It's CrossFit Bay Area. Um, we meet him, uh, met Travis for the first time. It was Travis's first time getting on with him. A uh, lot, lot of people, a lot of uh, Central East guys or South Central guys there. And, uh, I think what was so attractive to me then is that, you know, we did fitness and stuff and the boys knew what they were talking about, but their interest was like, they cared about you more than like your friend time. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, you know, I'd sent a few emails to a few people and gotten no response. So I think the, the interaction was very important to me and still is. I mean, if you send, if anybody sends me stuff and there's a handwritten letter with it, I'll give you all my money. I think <laughs> if I tag you in something and you message me or you just, you know, whatever, just don't be too cool. And they weren't, um, and it was it was a smaller company then. They were on the same deal. Worked really sexy WordPress because uh, Ted was learning how to do that stuff. I think, um, and then, you know, since I mean, they're sharp in the axe. There's Misfit, there's yep. Team Misfit, um, and so I linked with them as an athlete like that. And I only coached. Um, it's been the only job I've had really since I got out of college. And you know, I've, I've just been really dedicated to that. So kind of. Now I would wait for people to ask. Then I would very unsolicited advice, throw it all out. Um, and Cam was one of those people, you know, and I think they sent me a shirt before the camp. that was like, Hey, you know, we don't know what you've been doing, but we appreciate it. Cause he's doing things a little better, blah, blah, blah. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I go to the camp, I go to the camp. We hit it off. Um, man, after that, you could tell me nothing, um, except that. And 
it was uh, at the time, you know, it was before Seth left and, and started Jump Ship. But we uh, we just all clicked, man. We were good buddies. Um, you know, I was the, the southern guy out of the group. Cameron was from here, did not sound like me. Yeah. So <laughs> I had the real, the real hillbilly thing going for me. Um, but I just I have had, have, you know, well, I think I always have the heart for coaching and stuff like that. And, you know, that's them. None, none of the guys are competitors like, uh, you know, Drew, Seth, Ted. Sherb, Sherb competed. That's not true. Sherb and Hunter, I think, went to regionals in 2014. Yeah. Or 13, one of them. Um, I know Sherb went 14. We had a whole squad, but they had in house. They had athletes in the Northeast, um, but they're all like that's their dedicated craft. You know, that's that's this is their retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they all had separate jobs at this time. So you know, I got on board I guess pretty early, and um, I you know couldn't tell me anything. I was seeing a lot of progress each year. I got better. Uh, and each year I got to do bigger deal stuff. You know, I had never been to, didn't even know what, you know, anything except the open regionals in the game. So we go to Wapalooza, we go to all these places and, um, you know, it's like a traveling circus. We all just have the best time mm-hmm. and kept me in. Uh, I think we, I came and like guest coached at a, a camp at, uh, CrossFit Edo in Houston. Um, and Drew asked me to be a remote coach. And I did that for a while. We had a great time, a lot of learning experiences. Um, and then, man, I, I didn't miss it until the French, after the French throwdown. And I just, I'd been doing the same thing for so long. I was like, man, I, you know, I'm cool to kind of break my frame of how I view things and try something else. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I love all those guys. I, I've always wished the best for them. We still talk. Um, I, you know, me and, me and Drew talk. I mean, and it's so easy to stay in touch with people now with social media stuff. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're doing awesome. Like they have a little something for everybody, um, and it just gets more. You know that hole you can get into with misfit. Like whatever you need, they got gets deeper every year, and and uh, that's you know they progress. That's kind of their thing, and they're, they're good at their job. Yeah. So after misfit, um, now you're working as a remote, like doing the programming for Move Fast Lift Heavy. So how did that come about? Randomly, we um, <laughs> like I said, Christian and I are you know very similarly shaped athletes so mm-hmm. we go to the French throwdown we go to the, the French throwdown one of the events is one pair runs a mile 500 meter paddleboard run a mile you tag the other pair they run an 8k Kelly's a marathoner uh, and Christian is I did not know can run like that and I want to say they kept they kept some ridiculous pace and he showed me on his watch and I was like oh I need to do try whatever you're doing uh, and I met Jason Layden um, who runs Conquer Athletics and coaches mm-hmm. Christian and me and coaches all four of us. Who um, was great, man. And what's so funny is I'd seen him slinking around like an athlete area before. I was like, who is this creepy dude? And he's not creepy. He's the <laughs> nicest guy ever. Even now, man, like in most days, like I'm dealing with some weird like AC thing. I think I have a rib out. Like just a little frustrating stuff I never had to deal with. Um, probably just paying taxes on all those things. Mm-hmm. But uh, little tweaks. Uh, and you know, most, like, I've, and also, like, you know, acclimating to I'm not competing anymore and, and dad life and, you know, trying to be the best husband dad over everything um, is, is I'm way slowed down. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, he'll text me, you know, pretty routinely. He's like, hey, man, how can I help? What's going on with you? And, like, you know, it's not just to 
to fluff up the brand. It's, you know, the cat genuinely cares about people, which, you know, like I said about the boys, that's always, you know, valuable to me. Um, you know, it doesn't cost anything to be that. Um, and, you know, cares. So, and, and he's been great, man. Like I, you know, going into Ireland, I was the most aerobic I'd ever been. I didn't hate when running came up. Um, but I kept all my strength. I, you know, and we had a group of friends, man, that was just, we're all psychopaths and we all love each other. We're all goofballs. Mm. And then one guy, one guy is coaching us. Um, and I see kind of the success Christians have with the move fast stuff. And through all those experiences with him, we get to chat and, you know, talk about programming and this, that, and other, and uh, just what we do to keep ourselves healthy. Cause just, you know, being six, two and over 200 pounds is not advantageous for, you know, any kind of hanging or yep. pressing or anything with your body. Um, so, you know, you get a lot of miles on a different kind of truck, then you got to take care of them a little different. And so we're very like-minded. Uh, and Jason programs that way, you know, and I'm, Jason's an old school OPT guy. Um, and, uh, you know, the guy I started with, Mike McElroy, was that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we bounced things around. And, and then I think he was just expanding his brand. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, hey, man, I know we talked about it a lot. Would you be interested in this? I was like, absolutely, because I'm not, you know, if I, I don't – trip on getting a babysitter or anything now I, my garage is an affiliate basically i mean we literally have a, a road fitness like yeah facility i've seen the setup it's it's pretty pretty sick pretty sick it, i'll tell you what it is sick and it'll ruin you because you don't have to leave the house yeah but, and i like i need the, the people yeah um, the interaction but so yeah i, I started writing that um we are in the second week uh feedback's been awesome and it's not a competitor's program uh you know I guess it could be if that's what you want to do, but it's uh, basically we write it for kind of class plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, uh, there are some tough pieces out there, but the accessory stuff, I feel like most people are missing or just, yep. you know, understandably a hard sell to, you know, somebody coming into an affiliate. It's like, oh, I'm ready to do Fran and throw up, you know, and then when they kind of learn, hey, the, the stronger the pieces, the, the stronger the machine. Yeah. And so that's all we're doing. It's, yeah. Uh, we program, you know, same Metcon lift and, you know, which had an affiliate I'm not a huge fan of, but you pay for that program and you got time, go crazy. It's going to take you about an hour 15, but it's very deliberate built out. We, uh, we do like really start to finish. You don't have to do anything extra. Like, cause I, I'm 32 now in my body, probably oxidative stress wise. I'm about 56 to football. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, so we, you know, ride it like that. I warm up like an old Mustang. You don't jump out there and hit the highway. Mm-hmm. You'll crank me. You drink your coffee, then you come back out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let it run for a little while. So it's 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 a and, and I just for the longest time I didn't think people had to sacrifice their health to to compete. And I, you know, I've not. Like the worst thing I've had is what I have right now. It's like mm-hmm. a twitchy, and I can still do everything. I just like, but if it hurts, I don't do it anymore. Yeah. You know? um, and rarely has anything hurt, but. It's, uh, it's, it was, hey, I really appreciated it. Um, you know, it feels good when somebody's like, hey, I feel like you know enough to do something. Because um, I think a lot of the times, especially in this, man, there's there's so many options. And, and, you know, I hope I'm not alone in that feeling. But I think that imposter syndrome, man, at certain points is is real. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, when you're out of it. Because I forgot what a creative outlet it was to be able to sit and put together blocks and, uh, and targets and what we're doing and, and kind of web all those things together and, and how creative a process that is. And, uh, getting back into that's awesome. Like I spent my, she goes to daycare one day a week. It's all I can stand in my poor new daddy heart. Um, 
and she does not miss me at all when I drop her off. Oh, of course not. They they never do. Never do. Never do. No, kills me. She she'll go to those ladies at the church like, cool. See you later, Dad. Maybe forget me. But um, (laughs) (laughs) that's that's um you know I do a whole like a whole days worth. I'll get lost in it and kind of lose track of time in a coffee shop. Yeah. Then uh, it's been refreshing, man. And and, uh, my wife's getting into it. Um, so it's been, it's been cool for sure. And he, and he does so well with branding and everything. And, oh yeah. You know, that doesn't help. He looks like an, it doesn't hurt that he looks like an action figure. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, hell, I think I got on YouTube today and he was on like four whoop, uh, ads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that idea. And, and I, yeah. I feel your pain with the height cause I'm actually six, six. So, <laughs> so yeah. So you, you can imagine yeah. like most of the stuff, like all, all my Olympic lists have finally gone up. Like. <laughs> Like everything else, like like I did. A, I remember doing a workout. I think it was like last summer, and this this eighteen year old kid, and I was like thirty nine at the time, and I'm like, oh, and I was like really really good, and I'm doing pull ups, and I'm like, what rep are you on? He's like doubled the pace already, and I'm like, looking at the video, and I'm like this. Every two that he's doing is one of mine, and I'm sitting there yeah. like, that's not fair. I'm like, yeah. I'm like I can't. I, it's so annoying. Yeah, no, I love, well, that's, like, been my, my, like, crowning jewel is, like, for a bigger cat, gymnastics was my bag. Yeah. I'm running. They're like, oh, I bet you love running. You're tall. No. I, my stride is like I'm an infant, but <laughs> I could go do 20 muscle-ups with a bum shoulder in that, in that garage. Like, and I don't know why. I guess, like, you know, I guess blame Seth and all them for all the, the kind of bitch work pieces, you know. Yeah. Um, but I just, I think I've always been cared so much to move well. You know, not perfect, just as you know, mechanically well as I can, and leverage and blah blah blah. And so that has always been my favorite thing. Is for like, oh, you're tall. I bet you don't like this. I was like, let's do, let's do a band. Yeah. You want to do? Let's do something with pull-ups or something. But then you get to like, you know, you got to do this number to make it faster and get close on the pull-up bar. So mm. it's uh, it's fun, man. As, as much as it's a, a small man's game. I, uh, that used to be a real feather in my cap to be like, oh, we're doing trick to handstand push-ups? Good. Let's do it. <laughs> there's going to be something heavy. Something heavy you're not going to like, little fella. Yeah, exactly. 6'6", uh, six, six, though? Yeah. Well, they, they got to raise the pull-up bar up for you. Well, well, you know, it's funny. Like, you know how the ones that they stagger all the time? So I usually yeah. get the lower one because I can, like, literally drop and then take a quick breather and then put my hands up already and then just start going again. So I'm like, I might as well just stick sick to that because if I start hanging a little bit, that takes more time for me to, like, get the momentum ready. What was that open workout that was, uh... God, I don't don't think I did the open that year. Was it the thruster and the chest bar pull-up? Yeah, I'm... No. Oh, no? No, no, the wall ball, the wall ball row. 19-1. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I was 19-1. Yeah, I did that in, uh... God, what... I don't. I don't remember oh, the. T- oh yeah, I did pretty good. I wanted to go a little bit further, but I didn't pace myself good enough. So I was. Oh yeah, why would you? You don't have to let go of the ball. You're doing air squats. Yeah, yeah, and then like the next day, I was trying to like I. I was like I picked up my kid, my son. Was it my son or my daughter? I think it was my daughter. And like my quads were so fried, and because I, I didn't have I didn't have lifters at the time. Like I literally just got a set of lifters like this year, and so. Oh, yeah, I don't wear them. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, it, but uh. I'm like, look, I'm holding her, and I'm like looking down the stairs. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get down this thing? <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like throw her down and just like roll down. But yeah, that, I was can't. sore for like for like three days. It had to be three days. Yeah. Oh, it'll get you. Man, anything that is a long time and has two things. Yeah. You're gonna, like, uh, what was the thing this year? Uh, and I, I didn't do the open that year because we were doing sanctional. Um, 
Oh, which was so nice to opt out of pain. Like, mm-hmm. so nice. But we did, uh, my wife did it. Was it the burp, like, was uh, it the burpee snatch workout? The first one? I love, I love, see, I didn't plan on doing it. The scary open, the October open. We were in Fort Worth and, uh, I didn't plan on doing it just cause, you know, I didn't care. We had already qualified. And, uh, cause Phil D150 was first. Yeah. And we, you know, knocked it out. Cool. I'm taking some time off. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe it was before, whichever the case. Didn't plan on doing it. I yeah. did it at the gym because the, I mean, the people there were so awesome, man. Uh, Matt Haynes, his wife, she was an ortho resident, um, which was cool, you know, kind of similar walk of life um, to where I didn't have to, I mean, he didn't have to, I don't think, but beautiful gym, like just the nicest gym in the Fort Worth area. Like, and it's right kind of close between downtown and where I live. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was less, less than a mile from the house. People were so cool. They had a uh, guy there that was trying to be pretty competitive. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it with you, whatever. Um, and I loved every workout that opened except for, uh, what was the thruster one? Did they have a thruster one that year? I don't think we did. Was, was it the, right? no, that wasn't, no. I'm thinking about two years. The dumb- balls and muscle-ups row, love that. Yeah. It, it was dumbbell thrusters with the, the long one. Yeah, the dumbbell thrusters. The dumbbell thrusters and the bur- bar-facing burpees? The best version I could ever have. I love dumbbell thrusters. But, uh, yeah, well, like the years before, like uh, 2018, man, I had, I mean, I was top 12, a top 10 maybe in Central East, mm-hmm. uh, which which I always thought was cool because it's the stacked region. Yeah. And, you know, we had, the like, an awesome group of training. It was me, Brian Souter, Zach Souter, Zach Watts. Consistently, you know, we'd have some people come through, but that was our squad. And uh, we all qualified, and I think I was kind of winning our friend group. Uh, maybe Zach was. Zach is really fit. I think Zach's, Zach's still going to be competitive too. Like he, he's uh, with Brute, but uh, he's him and his brother both, man. Maybe both Zach's, but definitely Ryan and Zach Souter. Um, was that was that was that the was that the regionals where you like went out hot like on the like the last one and like just went on the treadmill first so you can like and then yeah. the guys were like, oh, the reason why he got up there was just so everyone can know that he's there. <laughs> that's it well, I told I'll never forget. so I got backloaded right like so I was top 10 going into the last workout I was like I'll go to Friday Night Lights do it and be done I didn't. I got there late because I was coaching dropped my bag I did four thrusters with the bar and like two kip swings to warm up and go Jeez. I did the workout Saturday afternoon twice on Monday because I had bombed like people crushed that and i was like i have enough pad like i'm cool to drop on the, the leaderboard like it'd be cool to have an extra week like so i had to do the waiting game got backloaded like i dropped one spot out two spots out um and we go and that's the first event right triple three and seth is my coach he comes and, uh, and he was a coach seth is great but he uh came to central or uh, the central regional whatever you know last hoorah i guess um, for regionals, and he was like, "All right, how do you want to pace this?" I was like, "Look, man, we can talk about every other event that <laughs> it's cross pity, but me and you both know an hour-long cardio event. I'm gonna win the run. I'm gonna try to get on the treadmill first, and I think I did. I think uh, either I got on first, or uh, what's the guy? Man, he's in Central East. He's super nice. He is a uh, he's a comp train guy. Okay, he's tall, skinny dude, but he, I mean." I think he got, he may have got on two double unders ahead of me, but I told Seth, I was like, my mama's here. Um, and that was actually the last time she got to see me compete live. 
Uh, there's a cool picture of me pointing at it while I'm on the treadmill. Thank God nobody can see that I was in last place. But, um, <laughs> it, it's so funny because, you know, they ran everybody at the same time, I think, or two heats maybe. Yeah, yeah. And me and Zach Watts were the last two to get off the treadmill. So <laughs> our friend group really holding it down for the people that are not aerobic. So, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So, uh, I I always wanted to know, you had that like big long beard, so why did you shave it off? Uh, I mean, I shaved it off for a charity uh, a while back. Yeah. Uh, so we've always been kind of affiliated with Ron Wad, like super lucky to get in mm-hmm. uh, very early with them and then getting to see their growth has been awesome too uh, through Ryan Schultz. And we were at, a, at an event in Hawaii and, you know, we're all raising money for this foundation and the guy was like, hey, I'll give you this to shave it off. And I was like, put donate it. You can shave it off. And he did. So nice. He shaved it off. I, and I don't miss it. I miss my hair. I don't I don't miss my beard. Yeah. But that uh that, that that's what was so funny is like, you know, thinking about it, we had gotten married, I had a little beard. I moved to Kentucky and my friend Nathan Spitz and uh and Ben had Ben Welter was the strength guy at the at Maximus. And I mean they both just got just beards and Ben had long hair so I was like oh I'm very enabled no haircuts or shaving the whole time I'm here and uh so nobody knew what I looked like really like I don't think I've had like a clean face since long time and uh so I come home and Marilyn's like you don't look like my husband I was like you married me and I look like this lady like what do you mean <laughs> so but when I did she was like you can't like you know you can have the beard and the hair but just the hair is weird I was like Hell, the hair is my favorite part. So I ended up cut. I think it's been two years now. I cut the hair. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, and and also I'm when I, when I was when I started following you in the beginning, like you made those like that video, like those story videos with like you working out and stuff like that, and like always, always after a training session, you go to Chipotle and stuff like that. Oh God, don't say it. I miss Chipotle so much. They, we, they uh, don't have one around you, dude. While while Tupelo is just a cornucopia of culture and stuff like that. Their closest Chipotle is an hour. Oh, and if you don't think I'm driven to it at least three times, then you're wrong because I have. <laughs> but it's hard. It's hard to get out with the with the kid for an hour, and I'm trying to make it at home. I'm trying, like it is not the same. Yeah, because I mean, for six years straight, and, and the just beautiful, just like happenstance of it in Fort Worth. We live here. Jim is here. Maryland's job's here. Chipotle's in the middle of all of it. Mm-hmm. So like the, the street kept going. I mean, I had eaten it so much in, in Lexington that at one point in the last two years we lived there, I don't think I paid for it anymore. Wow. I had, well, I had a VIP card. Yeah. And, like, it was, you could bring, t- like, it was, like, once a month you could bring, or whatever, you could bring ten friends and everybody eats for free. <laughs> like, so, it was, that's still my place, man. If, I, if we, you know, and down the road if we end up moving, then I will definitely try to situate it close to the motherland that is, uh, burrito heaven or or just build a chipotle right where you live you know i looked into it and franchising one it's expensive yeah they're well so i didn't realize how expensive it was to do anything like that and like what the immediate like liquid requirement is not to buy into it just that you have to have like i guess to float if something happens but yeah it's like i mean chick-fil-a uh i looked at all of them just i got down a rabbit hole but uh, those were man, it's insane. Investing is hard. Yes, it is very, very hard. But um, yeah. we're we're getting close to the end. So, cool. um, 
So do you have any like goals that you wanted to reach at all like this year? Obviously being a good dad is is one, but like do you have anything like yeah. business wise or whatever, family wise? We uh man, I, I tell you, we um the the thing I've been focused on, especially like after they we knew they were gonna they cancel the games, um lot little hope at the end that they were gonna have the mayhem madness thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I can't believe they didn't pull off because I thought Rich was just the mayor of Cookville or whatever. I guess the governor shut stuff down, but um, my focus, man, has really been kind of inward. Um, and, and, you know, not just in me, but in, in the walls of my house, like um, making a transition from fellowship to, to the big show with yep. my wife has been, has been awesome to help. And, uh, you know, I, I was not very close to my dad growing up. And so I think not missing them. Like she stood up for two whole, like by herself holding a TV remote today for two minutes. and like, I'll cry like big softy. Um, and, but you know, as far as like business wise, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep and keep pouring it on, uh, for the move fast thing and see where we can go with that. Yeah, that's just a cool outlet for me. Um, and I get to do it with somebody I'm, I'm super cool with mm-hmm. and his whole, his whole team is very cool. I think as a, as a family, I think we want to, you know, acquire some things this year that allow us to retire a little earlier than, you know, you, you think you should. Um, and, and other than that, man, I mean, so I guess that is starting a business. You'll have the LLC, all that, but we, uh, we're kind of, kind of praying for some, some path, man, just, uh, that, you know, we, we kind of go after God's will for us instead of, uh, trying to light our own path and let him light it up. I've tried to light it up myself before and it did not go anywhere good. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, so has anybody like asked you like when you're having another one? Because I I can't stand that's like I can't stand when people say that to me. Dude, I, I tell you what, we had she is brand new, right? She still got the new baby smell. Yeah. Um, and she's a great baby. Like I know everybody says that, but I mean the kid sleeps ten hours a night at least. Goes to bed at seven, so we still have time to kick it, go to bed, and still get a lot of sleep. And she's just a great baby. I mean, the only the only hiccup we've had is uh, she had infantigo over Christmas, and we got a beach house for the family and. Uh, you know, we all went down there, and on the way down is when like this thing starts just going crazy, mm-hmm. and it's it's basically like a really bad, like random bacterial diaper rash. And yep. I was by myself. Marilyn had to work extra day, so she woke up at four a.m. and screamed till one p.m. Um, but other than that, man, she is awesome. Like, and I'm not terrified every day now. I'm just very on alert. I think. Um, I'm paying taxes on the all the 9 a.m. classes I coached in Kentucky where I was like, you guys aren't tired, house moms, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Dog, they are tired. Yes. Um, I don't know if it's just a heightened, like, a, you have to pay attention so much harder to everything all day. Like, what are you eating? Where are you going? And and I love that she's doing the things she's doing now. But then my brain is like, okay, we got to make sure everything's locked down, and she can't. Yep. You know, every time you every time you spill like popcorn, we spilled popcorn last night, and I'm in like panic mode all morning. Like, where are these kernels? Where is this? And so I think, um, you know, we're not not trying. Um, I think it would be it would be awesome to have another one, but I mean, you know, God willing, it happens. It happens. I think uh, we didn't stress too much about having this one, and it worked out. Yeah, I mean, you got you got plenty yeah. of time. You got you got plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's what like you said. What you say? You started late. I think they call that doing it right. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, it's funny because like in Massachusetts, like that's where I'm from. So yeah, like like all my friends married in their like like early 30s or like even later 30s and stuff like that, and didn't start till like later having kids. Like when I, I think it was like 37. Like no, 
no, I was like 34 or 33. Like, yeah, I was 34, like, having my first kid. Because, like, everyone yeah. older up there get, like, you know, gets married later. They want to work on a career and stuff. I'm not saying anybody in the down south is, is like, you know, but, you know, it's. No, no, no. We get, we get started early. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's a whole different thing. And to be honest with you, like, if I didn't meet my wife, I thought I was going to be, like, the cool uncle. Like, you know, just, like, I have, like, nobody. No, because I couldn't hold down a relationship if my, if my life depended on it or anything like that. So it's just, like, okay, what the hell am I going to do? And so, luckily, Shay came around. And I was just, like, well, where the fuck do you come from? Part of my French. So, right? yeah. No, you're good. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Though? That's what I told her. And, you know, not to say I'm an angel. Like, she has been a uh, patient lady mm-hmm. with me. Um, I think, I think. That's kind of the beauty of it is when you find somebody that uh, that loves you enough to when you're seen by them, right? Because yeah. I mean, like you, you know the things you do, done, you know, bad habits, all the just gross stuff. And when you're seen by that person, they're like, "Hey, man, we're you know we're growing together." Like it's super humbling, and, and uh, you know, I'm very much grateful for. It. Like my my mom passed away in September, um, and you know, her and my mom had gotten close mm-hmm. right before, or not right before it. You know, we had moved back. Right? Yeah. They'd spent more time together. And, um, you know, the things that I value and appreciate and learn from my mom, I think, uh, that, that had settled into her. Not that, you know, she needed all that stuff to settle in. She's been a great lady, period. Um, but it's just, you know, it's, it's cool to get to see the, the favorite parts of, you know, somebody, because I was mama's boy. Like, it was me and her. And my brother and sister, but we were really close, and um, you know, she—it's it's cool to hear those things come out, you know. And she, and she doesn't know she's saying it, right? Like mm-hmm. she, you know. But I can see it, and it's cool. And uh, you know, I think that it, that's wild that you say that because, like, if she met me at any point before, hell, maybe after. Yeah. It was just the right, the right train wreck of things, and um, you know, I, I knew. That uh, that's who I, you know. Just I was ate up with. I think I came home from our first date and told my roommate we were getting married. But um, you know, I'm in it, and you know, we're still married and got a kid. So yep. and she's still still being patient with me. I'm still a slob, and you know, so yeah, same same cool. here. And it's funny, like I so. I met my wife like on Match.com, like back when that was like that the the, 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 the in thing. Yeah, it's dead serious. Well, no, you were ahead of the game because that's exclusively how people date now. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so we, I did it like earlier on. And so I, I just came back from the Air Force through like boot camp and like training, like all my training and stuff to do the job. And all of a sudden, like, I was on match again, like wor- working at my job. And then all of a sudden at the hospital, and I was like, holy shit, where did you come from? Like, she winked at me, and I was like, this. I've been looking, I've been looking, like, for hours, like, for, like, someone that, like, resembles you, and then all of a sudden you come up, and then the rest, the rest was history, so, I mean, I, I mean, God, she, she puts up with a lot, and it's, it's, I am very thankful I have her, so, very thankful. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. We, uh, I, I tell people that all the time, I'm like, did you thought, like, you know, I think, like, I've, I've been through some experiences where I'm like, man, you do not deserve this. Yeah. You know, whether, <laughs> well, whether it was like a, you know, like a humble, like being humble thing or whatever, but like, man, we had that kid, and, and I love this lady with all my heart, right? Like, I, before the kid, all that stuff, and I actually got, you know, I told this story on the, the Clydesdale thing. I got to deliver the kid, and, you know, seeing her, like, nobody will ever give you anything like that. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Right, like, and and it ain't 
like a gift they went and bought. Boy, they went through it. And I realized I'm not that tough. Uh, and just, you know, there's nothing you can tell me about how that lady loves me or that kid or, or anything that, like, compares to it or, you know, and, it, and it's it, – you talk about, like, a humbling experience and, and just kind of, you know, wandering around being like, I do not deserve this for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're it's, it's super fortunate, man. And she uh, – we're, we're doing – we're a good team. We are uh, – this parenting thing is fun. We're, we're learning. Um, and, and even the being married thing, you know, six years later, we're still learning. So yeah, it's uh, like like you guys are, I'm sure. Which is insane that you were so far ahead of the game. Like I told somebody the other day, I was like, I can't imagine like dating now to where like my – my bag was, I would say anything to your face. Currently will say anything to most people's faces. <laughs> on, a, on a dangerous level. Yeah. But you don't get that now. Like, you don't have to be that brave at all to get on the old, no. uh, get on the Instagrams and slide in the DMs. And no, don't, don't even get me started from, like, the messages that she, my wife had, like, through Match. But, oh. it, dude, it's it's insane. It, it's it's yeah. un, it's even, like, and now with the DMs, like you said, it's 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 crazy. So... But um, yeah, I mean, in like back in the day, it was just like, oh wait, you don't talk about like you guys met online. That's like, yeah. and now it's like whatever, have at it. Super common. Yeah, yeah super like common practice. It's, it's more, it's more weird to me when people are like, oh, we met at like uh, I was out with my friend and he walked up. I'm like, you better marry this fellow. Yeah. <laughs> he talked to your. Yeah. He talked to your face. Yeah. He's a unicorn. He's a unicorn now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just I just told a kid that here he uh, his name's Trevor Morgan like awesome kid good athlete I don't know what he's doing now um, yeah I think he's actually wants to be a real estate agent but he uh, he was we were talking to stuff and he he was reading a book like Let God Write Your Love Story or something like that great kid like he is he is the Tim Tebow of of being around here in CrossFit but he uh, lo- I love that kid. But he was like, yeah, man, I, you know, I don't want to download Tinder or anything. I was like, don't. I said, talk to their face. Yes. I was like, they're not going to know what to do except say, yeah, 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 I'll go out with you. I was like, because it's such a foreign concept now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, I don't know. I just it's never made because I've always spoken in front of people at an affiliate, at whatever. Yeah. Like my best friend, Jeff, my best friend, Jeff's coming into town tomorrow. I spoke, I was his best man spoke at his wedding like he's never bothered me in the least bit which is cool i understand that's not everybody but like you know nobody has to be able to do it now yep which is so which is so like even this like i gotta see you if i say something crazy i get to see your reaction most people record stuff and throw it online they may not ever like care to read anything anybody says about it or see a reaction and that's that's crippling socially to me Mm -hmm. like you need like i mean look you know I think everybody needs the consequence of words. I think that's a lost art. Like, I put on my Instagram, I swear, once or twice a year. Some of y'all have never been punched in the mouth for things you've said, and it shows. Um, but it's it's like, it's a real lost art. I, I think I've, I've said it a billion times. Like, the, the art of speaking face-to-face is lost. And I think that's why CrossFit's still so attractive. Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're crammed with a bunch of adults about to do something real, probably really hard. And you got to talk to each other yep. before and after. Yeah. Reevaluate together. We're gonna we're gonna navigate together. And uh, so yeah, man, it's it's you're ahead of the game, and I cannot. I'm so glad that I locked down a lady and do not have to. Uh, or she locked, you know, however that needs to go. Um, and we don't have to do that now because I would I would be sinking. Yep. Same here. Same here. All right. So, sure. 
So the last question is, um, where can everybody reach out to you if they have any questions with like the move fast, lift heavy, you know, programming or just like any, ask you any questions what, or whatsoever? Oh, I'm super adamant about answering DMs. Uh, my Instagram is very creative. It's at Dex Hawkins. Uh, <laughs> and I, there's so many good things I could have put. Dexual healing, uh, dexual assault. That probably would be a good one. But there's so many, yeah. so many good names I could have, I could have had, and now I can't change it because it's my name. But yeah, man, if, if anybody shoots me a message, I message them back unless it goes to like a weird request thing that I might be late. But I'm very cool for that. Um, obviously, move fast stuff has a ridiculous following, so that's not hard to find. Um, other than that, man, I can't put my phone number out anywhere. But yeah, yeah. If people holler at me, I answer. I love people and like, you know, answering any question. I don't know if anybody's ever messaged me and I've not answered the question or, you know, even as in-depth as it needs to be or, you know, whatever. So, uh, yeah, holler at me about anything uh, that pertains to things I do or that I do that you like. I'm kind of wanting people to ask me dad stuff. Like, I know. That's what I'm waiting on. It's like, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. Just, he just wait. Yeah, just wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's all we need is the dad, dad stuff. Yeah, well, th- I think we're all figuring that out. Yeah, well, well, thank you for do- doing this for me. I really do appreciate it. Like, th- thank you. That. You know, I, just giving me your hour of time, which truly appreciate. And thank you very much. No.